Oh, you're going to have to speak up. Sydney Ray. We're going to get you excited. Okay. Let's <laughs> get closer. Okay, so. Free thought. We're here today to vault another individual into the position of humanity. And it's not that we're doing anything special or doing anything significant, but we're hoping that in doing this and continuing to do this, it's not necessarily the individual that we're speaking to today that you will go about humanizing, but other individuals who may also fit, quote unquote, into that box. So, please, join us today on a journey with Miss Sydney Ray. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me so much. Really appreciate it. She says that, but, you know, we, we had to beg and plead, and she just got so annoyed and tired of us bothering her. She's like, look, if I do 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> no, I've been so excited. Thank you so much for creating a space for people to tell their stories and for the world to um, just get a glimpse of who we are behind our mask, our face, our hairstyle, whatever it is. Well, thank you for that. And to that point, I... I I remember and I know for a lot of people that the past year has been a very significant journey. And for a lot of us, there are some very significant changes that either we've been able to make, are making, or were essentially created by the knowledge and notion that, okay, stuck in an apocalypse and having to stay at home, this isn't how I want my life to look. So I'm hoping you might be able to share with us kind of what your journey has been so we can we can start finding out what makes you you. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. I think the last year has been really challenging for the entire collective. I think that we experienced a collective trauma together um, that will define our generations going forward, our entire perspective on life has really shifted, I think. Um, And for myself, I couldn't avoid myself anymore with being busy and ignoring um, your basic needs. Uh, And I felt previous to the pandemic, I felt like I was on just like a train going so fast, never slowing down, like about to go off a cliff. And um, I feel like the pandemic was the cliff. It had to slow down sometime, and we all had to slow down. So, in the process of you slowing down, and you're joining us here today. So, I just got a uh, Eskimo kiss from a fly for y'all uh, to understand why this episode might sound a little odd. We ducking and dodging two flies that have decided we are nourishing. <laughs> Um, but back to the conversation, you you said you brought some rose quartz, but I also see a, a shark tooth over there. Oh, it's also a tiny little rose quartz. Okay, so now continue, please. Um, we were interrupted by the wonderful, brave heroes we have protecting this country. And uh, 
We're going to have to hear that again if you could. Absolutely. I love working with stones. Um, I think that was passed down from my father, um, who's a geologist. And um, that's sort of what my small business is, too, um, having to do with geology and the earth. And I find a lot of comfort and um, calming through fidgeting with smooth, shiny rocks. (laughs) So... I guess we've hit kind of our first marker for something that identifies you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to share it with us or, or do I have um, to name it, Miss Geologist? Oh, um, I think the the words that I've chose, um, the first one that I strongly relate and identify with is daughter. Okay. And I think that coming to that conclusion was really kind of a challenging one. Because I do have a very challenging relationship with my parents, um, but I don't think that that has anything really to do with me being a daughter and their daughter, and they still really formed exactly who I am today. Um, I was looking for this word for, like, descendant or, like, um, pass the torch to, and I'm like, I really identify with my matriarchal lineage, um, as like the main thing that cements me into womanhood. Um, As the eldest daughter, there's this deep responsibility that I feel. And yeah, I was like Googling synonyms for descendant. And it was literally just daughter. It's, It's hard sometimes when we have that hard, tough, just rocky relationship with anybody, but much more difficult when it's the parents because we always do want to have that root that foundation of who we are as an individual but when we lose that it can be very discombobulating and words really are strong and when you use them you want them to be what you are passionate about Mm -hmm. what you feel when you say it and Mm -hmm. you're very particular about that Yes, absolutely. So uh, it's very understanding that you want to not necessarily be daughter, but be proud, be proud, be strong. Because mm-hmm. you being daughter doesn't mean that you carry the weight of your of those you descend from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I I feel now I'm in between this phase where I was the child and now I'm growing. I don't have my own children, but I did, I do feel a, in my dynamics and my friendships, sort of a a maternal guidance sort of placeholder. Oh, I already, I already, I already heard you talk about your leadership stuff, right? (laughs) You know, like, come on now, We, we, we know that. You're you're starting your own business, Mm. making sure that you put people back in touch with the natural stones of the earth in order to basically, well, let me take that back, in order to correctly balance their energy. Mm. You're doing it not from a place of capitalistic venture or from a place of, hey, this is a hot commodity, Mm. but you're doing it from a place of, my father passed this family cultural heritage knowledge down Mm -hmm. and it has touched so deeply that i want to make sure i share it with others Mm -hmm. 
mean, come on. Now I was so excited to, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. No, you're I good. was so excited to tell him about it and show him about it, but I don't really think that he understands necessarily his role in my love of crystals. Because to him, he's very much a scientist, and I'm kind of more like into the woo-woo, if mm-hmm. you will. But um, it's not just my dad either that really inspired Morning Girl. Um, I'm wearing a necklace that my great uncle Godo made for me before he passed um, in 2019. Um, it was very, very special. He collected it from the beaches and hand strung it for me. So he made very tedious, beautiful jewelry. And um, I feel like I come from a long line of different nature lovers that like to adorn their physical bodies with um when my grandmother died i inherited a jewelry box from her that really inspired a lot of the jewelry i make and um this also for my uncle goto also really inspired the jewelry that i make as well for someone who's hesitant hesitant to embrace the role and the title and label of daughter mm-hmm you really hold your family dear and close. Absolutely. They um, are everything to me. Okay. Absolutely. So, you you came prepared. What's this second word you wanted to share with us? Because I thought um, it was being a leader, because that's, yeah. you know, that's how I see you. Thank you. I love that. I think that every truth I've ever known is a paradox in a way. So, I do identify as a daughter, but I also identify with a matriarch. Um, so kind of the opposite of daughter, even. No, go ahead. An evolved daughter. (laughs) And the second word is student. Okay. And I really identify with the student dumb. And I feel like I'm in the middle again. The dumb part? (laughs) Or the student part? Uh, I want to clarify, because you said that dumb with emphasis. Student dumb. Studentism. Like that. No, no, I like it. I'm just (laughs) curious which part you want. I understood what you were saying. I'm in the middle between student and teacher. Okay. And um, I think being a student first helps me be a better teacher. When we were doing professional sports, one of the mantras that was shared with us was those that can't do teach. Mm. And it wasn't to say that these folks aren't able to do the stuff they're teaching with respect to teaching it. They can't do it when it comes to, I'm going to go get punched in the face. Yeah. Or I'm going to go get my head smashed against another dude. Right. They, they, like, that's not their forte. Sure. And it does take a special individual to do that. A teacher is always a student. Mm. Absolutely. If you're, if you're a true teacher, you never leave student dumb. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to be a great teacher, you will always remain in the realm of studentdom. Mm-hmm. Because you should always be evolving. Because we still don't know everything, so we can't say we know everything, which means we have to continue to grow. Right. I always say, like, the, the more I learn, the less I realize I know. And for me, I don't like um, teaching in a way that is condescending or passing knowledge verbally, even. I just notice that I live in a way that others learn from, 
And when I see someone making mistakes I've already learned, I just continue to live out my lived experiences and they learn from it too. But that's leading. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have with others in order for them to avoid the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Whether they choose to listen is up to them. But I mean, if you want to possess it, you can say life guide, Ooh, you know, experienced or, or, but, but you're, you're a leader and a teacher. You're still staying within the realm of studentum because that's what we're supposed to. Any mm. any master of whatever it is that they say that they are a master of mm-hmm. will tell you that they're still learning. Absolutely. So it's good to hear this humbledom. <laughs> Thank you. Um, still working on the confidence part, but the humility I have down. <laughs> um, faux confidence, however... Mm strong it is isn't a substitute for real confidence i agree and being able to build it and know that it's real is a much better satisfaction because you're 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 actually having to create something with it or or to get it i mean if you're faking it you can do that easy absolutely so don't don't dread the journey Mm -hmm. feel compelled that you're there because remember you're a leader and a teacher, so you got to have to go through it in order to teach, right? Mm-hmm. So embrace. Thank you. I agree. I think the only way I'm going to learn to trust myself is navigating the hard situations um, and making it out okay and learning from them and sort of reincorporating them into my new perspective after those mistakes, which I do feel that has happened to me in this last year because I've made some pretty significant weighty mistakes, I think. Were they mistakes? Um, I want to preface this with had a conversation with an individual. Um, I'm not going to name the cat because didn't get their permission, but this cat informed us they applied for what was supposed to be a pretty big gig in their life and didn't get it. And at the time, they were completely awash in misery. That is hella putting dubs on it. (laughs) And when I talked to them, they explained that, oh, this happened a while back. And in reality, it was a blessing. So a lot of times what we perceive as a mistake, an error, or something that is ill towards us, for us... Mm -hmm isn't necessarily it's just the timing and the perspective we have on it Mm -hmm. so i'd like to ask were they mistakes um it's an interesting question um i don't think i was the only at fault party it was time maturity things that mistakes that i had to make in order to learn and now i'm glad i made those mistakes and Hmm. So, <laughs> mistakes or were they opportunities for growth? Opportunities for growth. Because I want to, I want to, I want to get away from the notion that mistakes are bad. And since right. mistakes itself are stigmatized so much, we should really utilize it as what they should be. Because if mm-hmm. it's a mistake, it's um, here. Here's the difference: a mistake you don't learn from. Hmm. Interesting. If you fail at something and you don't fix it, and you keep doing it, that's a mistake. Sure. If you take it and you learn from it and it's a growth experience, mm-hmm. then you can share and teach to others. 
But as long as you're stuck making that same mistake, then it is a mistake. I hear you. I, I like that perspective. I've been trying to hold a lot more compassion for myself um, for wrong turns <laughs> or choosing the wrong thing to do. Uh, growing up, I was really held to a high standard and I felt that perfection was very necessary in order to um, have any amount of confidence or um, self-love. It isn't, but I ask you this. Where is the imperfection mm. in Sydney Ray? That's a great question. <laughs> I, if you can point out the imperfections, then I would say that maybe we just need a little bit of time to give you a better perspective. Mm. I'm sorry, I had to throw that out there. But anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the... To, to, <laughs> I want to I discuss a bit about the business okay. that you have creating, mm. going through a journey with. Mm-hmm. And and give folks a bit of lovely, personal, intimate history with you uh-huh. and let them see if they can't find a little humanity. Absolutely. Um, during <clears throat> lockdown, I was really struggling with my work. I work with disabled and um, neurodivergent people and I'm neurodivergent myself as well. And all of our routines got really thrown off. Yes. For those of us that are a little bit uh, uninformed mm-hmm. on that jargon, can you explain yeah. neurodivergent a bit, please? Yeah, just like the world is diverse in so many ways and every human is different. There's diversity in neurotypes. There's um, autism. There's okay. different layers of um, developmental okay. disability, cognitive disability, Um, For myself, I have a developmental disability and a traumatic brain injury. So my neurotype, the way my brain works, is a bit different than how anybody else might work, even other neurodivergent people. But I want to hear about the business. (laughs) Let's hear about these gems. Um, For the stones, they always... I always collect rocks and they help me self-stimulate myself. So my goal in the future, in the next coming months, is to make a neurodivergent-specific line of jewelry for fidgeting and concentration um, and self-soothing, self-stimulatory behavior. I'm troubled. Because, again, somehow we've run into a humanitarian and... That word just sticks out where we have to use it. It's our fourth identifier today is a humble humanitarian. And yes, God damn it, I know it's two words. Again. <laughs> so, yes. this is that. Miss Sydney Ray. Yeah. A daughter. A leader. And I believe that she's going to now finally take up the mantle of being and calling herself a teacher mm-hmm. along with student dumb mm-hmm. because that is what it is. But yeah. we've also learned that she's quite a humble humanitarian. I mean, in the last little two, three minutes, she gave us the probably most significant portion of who she is. Yeah. That when she had to find employment to live, she still sought out work to better others' lives. 
Oh yeah, it was it was very very self adventurous because you know she was working with people that were afflicted by many of the same things that she has. But we find solace in community that understands and sees us, and most importantly, values us. Mm-hmm. The turbulent relationships that we have with individuals doesn't necessarily negate a title, but it does give it a different definition. And those definitions need to be respected and valued. Last year was a very big journey for many folks. And when we wake up and look out to try to find our specific path and the right journey for us, many times it may benefit to reach out to the person next to you because their story might align with yours a lot more than you initially thought. Absolutely. I don't know if many of you will feel this as intimately as we did, but the hope is it still touches you enough that you're able to see someone that maybe Sidney Ray might represent and you give them a little bit more humanity than you did before. That's my two pieces. Sydney, would you like to say goodbye? Thank you for giving me the space to speak. Thank you for giving, getting to know me. Um, I am a student. I am a daughter. I am a teacher and a humanitarian. And now you know. <laughs> Thank you. Be blessed. Be revolutionary. It starts with a conversation. Humanize us.